0: Hey guys, I'm really happy to partner with Well Woman Vegan from Vitabiotics as sponsors of By Back. For anyone like me leading or trying out a vegan or vegetarian lifestyle with a busy schedule, Well Woman is there to support you all along the way. It provides 24 nutrients, including higher levels of iron and vitamin B12. You can find them across the UK and Ireland nationwide. Hey there, I'm Roz Purcell, bestselling cookery author, ex-model, entrepreneur and host of Bite Back. How would you define your relationship with your body? Each week, I'll be interviewing incredible women who get frank about their relationship and ever-changing journeys towards self-love and acceptance. As the body positivity movement takes full flight, I want to be part of the conversation that puts pleasure back on your plate. Together, we'll discuss why numbers on a scale doesn't and shouldn't define us and how amazing our bodies really are. I'd like to welcome my guest on today's episode, Tara Stewart. Since moving over from Australia to pursue her music career, Tara Stewart has become a no doubt familiar voice to Manny as radio presenter at 2FM Radio. She's often opening the dialogue surrounding body image and a healthy lifestyle with her followers and the people she interviews. Also, side note, she is a style icon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tara, okay, a lot of us will know you from social media because you're style. Yeah. Yes, and that's mm-hmm. how I first started following you. Mm-hmm. So let's go way back. Okay, Mm -hmm. so growing up, what was your relationship like with your body and with food?
1: With my body, I was never really happy with my physique growing up. And I don't know, when throughout high school, I was always kind of like the tomboy. Mm-hmm. I played a lot of basketball and I used to do, you know, kind of like discus and like shot put, like all mm, the yeah. kind of like heavy sports, if you know what I mean. And so I played basketball like for my state. Like I trained like a lot doing that. So I, I don't know, I've just never been able to lose weight easily. Like that's just what, how my body is. And so I used to train really, really hard and like, you know, I would my eating would be really good. But... I, I've always just really loved food. I love food, and I love training, so it was really healthy. But like, I was I've just never been like really really thin. And I remember when I was like around, I think maybe seventeen or eighteen years old, when I was finishing high school, and I was starting to get really self conscious about my body, and I used to have like stretch marks. Well, no, I still do on like my back, you know, when mm-hmm. like you know near your bum kind of area. Yeah. And I remember like telling this guy that I was going out with, he was like asking what the marks were on my back. And I said that I just like, it was the most like elaborate (laughs) excuse, elaborate story. I said that I was standing on a brick wall and then I'd fallen (laughs) and that my back had like hit off the brick wall. And that's how I got all these lines of of, like scars, but there were actually stretch marks. Like that's how embarrassed I was about having stretch marks because it wasn't, you you weren't meant to like, you know, it was this idea that they were ugly to have that. And then when I was about um, yeah 17 or 18, I started to get uh, have a really bad relationship with food and I was literally eating like one boiled egg for breakfast, like two crackers with some tuna at lunchtime. And then I'd usually just eat like a tiny bit of whatever my mum was cooking. And I was working in a full-time job at this stage yeah. after I'd finished school. And I lost so much weight. Like I was the thinnest I've ever been. But then I gave myself anemia from like not eating properly. So like, and I still have anemia. Like I have to take iron tablets all the time. Oh my God. And how did you find that out? Where did you? I ended up fainting twice. And one time was actually when I was in work one, one day and I was working in a courthouse and in the middle of court, I actually fainted. And so I didn't really think much of it at the time. Not much Mm -hmm. of it, just like, I just kind of fainted and I was up again. I was, it just kind of was like, I didn't really look into it. But then the next time it happened, um, I was with this guy I was seeing at the time and then I fainted and I fell downstairs. And so then that was like, okay, this is serious now. And so I went to the doctors and then, um, yeah, he, he was like, your iron is like none, like you've no iron basically but then that really did give me the kick like I never was in a stage where it was never like you know a mental eating disorder I ever had, I would never Mm -hmm. say I had an eating disorder I just had this like obsession with food, that was when I'd had that scare that I was I completely sapped out of it again. Mm -hmm. In that time of my life, it's just your teenage years. You're, of course, going to have that. I was always the biggest girl in school. I literally was the tallest person in my whole entire school. So I always had a complex about how big I was. And, like, just because I played basketball, I was, like, this, like, macho girl, everyone Mm -hmm. thought. And so that kind of—that's how I got a complex about it. I wanted to be more feminine. So that's why I wanted to lose weight and stuff. But then I ended up just kind of getting normal with food again. And so it didn't last too long with that. But—
0: when did kind of your relationship with your body change? Because you know you had this complex that you weren't feminine, and it's even strange saying that because I think society has told us what femininity mm. is and what it should look like.
1: So when did you kind of start? Honestly, only really recently, like okay. in the last two years, around yeah, twenty five, twenty six. Um, I had a weird complex, you know, I felt I couldn't yeah. have my arms out and I couldn't wear like a singlet or a vest top because I felt like, I think because my arms, I thought my arms were big so I looked too butch mm-hmm. or something. In the last like say three years is when I've really gotten better with my body and I didn't even wear a dress up until last year. Like, since now you're the
0: dress queen. I know,
1: now I'm like, yes, oh I love Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> but like, so I moved here and then, you know, obviously was covering up wearing long yeah. layers but then I just got really comfortable wearing all the layers and like mm. the long clothes and covering That's up your, my whole it's body. It's literally your comfort blanket. Exactly. And... I don't even think I owned a pair of shorts or skirt up until a couple of years ago. And I, I don't get me wrong, I did at home in Australia. Mm-hmm. You can't wear jeans. Like no, no, it's, no it's, it's Too, too hard. hard. I don't even think I own jeans back home. Yeah. But I think it was when I found the perfect jean. It was like American apparel yeah. and it was high waisted. I was like, oh my God, there's high-waisted yeah. jeans. I was like, that didn't exist like for such a long time. So that was my comfort blanket. But I remember I was doing um stageing an event last year for Simply Bee and um they asked me to wear a dress for it from this particular collection. Mm-hmm. Amber Rose had done like an edit for them, yeah. and you know she's quite a curvy body shape and stuff. And I looked at the collection; and it was all dresses, and I was like, I think there was maybe one pair of trousers or something. And I was like, Oh, I don't really wear dresses, mm-hmm. and I love dresses. Mm-hmm. It's not because I; it's just because you I just thought I didn't like you look couldn't good wear them. them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so then the dresses arrived. And the, they literally arrived on the day I had to do the gig. Yeah. Now, of course, I know that if I went to them and said, listen, I really don't feel comfortable, yeah. they would have I'm sure they would have been fine with it. But the dresses arrived and I really wanted to make a good impression. And so one of the dresses was this white, tight kind of bodycon mm-hmm. dress that I would never in a million years even try on. But it was the only dress that fit me. So I put the dress on and my boyfriend, Mango, was there. And then I just looked at myself in the mirror. I was like, oh. I actually don't look bad. Yeah. He came in the room. and He was like, oh, my God. He was like, you look amazing. And he was like, where would you get that dress from? And I was like, oh, I have to wear it for tonight. Do you think I should wear it? Da, da, da. And he was like, you look amazing. Mm. And I just was like, I literally hadn't seen myself in a dress in like 10 years. Yeah. So I was really self-conscious still. And I was walking down the street thinking everyone is looking at me, mm-hmm. but I bet you nobody was looking at mm-hmm. me. And then I arrived at the gig, and again, I thought, everyone's probably like, thinking, <laughs> oh, my God, this is the state of her. Yeah. But, like, everyone was like, you look amazing, yeah. you know? And even when I was taking a photo, I was like, oh, my God, I've, I really felt myself. Mm-hmm. I was wearing heels as well. And I've always wanted to wear something like that, and I didn't. But honestly, that's only like a year ago when that really changed things for me. Just by doing that gig and putting myself out of my comfort zone, I genuinely was like, okay, and now I'm a dresses gal, nah. you know. And I remember, like, my dad used to take me to, like, modelling castings mm-hmm. when I was a teenager. And I never wanted to be a model, mostly because I was like, I don't look as good as the other girls do. And this is back in the nineties, so this is when like oh, this being is a curvy or hate, plus size, yeah, speak. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Being my size wasn't even like a mm-hmm. factor. Now it's amazing, I think, for women to get into modeling. You see, like um, a lot more plus size and curvy girls. But like, I realized I was like, I don't want to be a model. They were looking mm-hmm. at me and they said I was too big. I was like, I don't want to be a model. Like, but I think it was just you know helping with my music yeah. career and stuff. And then I actually did a casting a couple weeks ago. And it was just because this particular designer, who I'm such a huge fan of, Mm -hmm. I love her so much, and she wanted me to be in her campaign, and it was with this big company, and I'm not going to say names because I don't want, you know, all that kind of stuff. It was with a big company, and she wanted me to be in the campaign. And, like, I would never put myself in that position, Mm -hmm. but I was like, oh, I love her clothes, and I love her collection, and I thought, oh, yeah, I'll probably get it, Mm -hmm. you know? And then I went to the casting, did the pictures, and I was like, oh, I feel great. Now I didn't get it. And Mm. she said she really wanted me, but like the company, they didn't think I was right. And that's totally fair. I'm not going to hate on them for that. But I was like, oh, that's so funny. That's why I didn't want to get into this kind yeah. of world because I I felt really shit about myself mm-hmm. for a few days afterwards. And I don't even think nowadays you need to be in an industry
0: that's based on aesthetic to have an issue with your body because yeah. all it is is a click away on your phone and there you have a whole list of people who have different bodies and live different mm-hmm. lives and you feel like theirs is better than yours. Yeah. Um, and if you were maybe more like them, you would get the things or do the things that you want to do or things like that. And I, I totally understand where you're coming from because even now, I don't like putting myself in that situation. Yeah. Even though I would like to really, would love to say, hands up, I can handle rejection. Mm. It's still hard. It is. And I know a little bit back there, you kind of said that it's something you still work on. Mm. Uh, reinforcing positive things about yourself yeah. and about your body. And how do you go about that?
1: Well, a big thing for me is I love style, as you know, mm-hmm. and I love clothes. And um, that's something I'm actually working on at the moment as well in terms of, um, you know, I'm lucky enough to work with clothing mm-hmm. brands, that all clothing brands that want to work with me. But then I'm also taking a step away from... Like, I'm basically stopping fast fashion. Like, I don't Mm -hmm. want to be working with fast fashion anymore until, like, you know, those kind of companies change things more. I've been such a big lover of charity shopping and and vintage shopping, so I'm kind of falling back in love with it again. Mm -hmm. And finding clothes that fit me right and I know what clothes suit me and I know what kind of cuts suit me. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. what kind of length of a skirt or how high waisted mm-hmm. it might be, or you know, I, I know I'll never have my belly out, but I'd wear a cropped up but with a like a high-waisted mm-hmm. thing. Do you know what I mean? So clothes is a really big part of the way that I um express yourself. I, yeah. And like every time I'm with you, I just feel
0: this like energy of confidence. <laughs> so when you're telling me how it's something that you've really, really worked on, mm. that's fantastic because yeah. I think a lot of people think that you were just Born with it and you kept it it's something that you actually like really tried to get back
1: I totally like I was saying for years I kind of lost my style a lot as in I lost my self-expression because I just wasn't confident and then I really tried to get it back again and because I was like oh there's all this stuff that I'd love to be able to wear but I thought I couldn't I was like mm. oh but I can't and I was like why can't you wear that like I get messages all the time from people and I love this um, people saying that like they've got more confidence with what they wear they wear like more mad shit now they oh, yeah. wear more colourful things we can all wear it literally whatever we want. No one is saying that you can't wear whatever you want to wear, even if it doesn't suit your body it's shape. It's only Fuck you. Fat. Exactly. It's only you in your head. Mm-hmm. So what would be your advice to people out there? Because
0: there's going to be a lot of young girls who can do this, or Actually, sorry, there's like moms. there's, there's guys mm. who might feel in a position that social media is a negative space for them. Is there any kind of tips that you can mm-hmm. give how
1: you manage it? My biggest piece of advice would be to only follow people that you're just into what the positivity that they put mm-hmm. out. So you're into, say, their style or maybe they're like into music and you really like the music that they share. Or they're into books and they share really good books or like they're into current affairs and all that kind of stuff. Because there's a lot of younger people at the moment that are really in tune with their political sides and I'm being really influenced by them. And Mm -hmm. I'm only finding people that are a positive influence on me and people that have that negativity on me, I have them muted. Mm -hmm. And like, there are, like I could count maybe like five of those people and muting them, is the best thing because I'm like, they don't even exist. I'm like, it's yeah.
0: amazing. No, seriously, when you actually mute people or get rid of them from social media, it changes they everything. vanish from your life. <laughs> exactly.
1: It's mad that one person can even just affect how you feel about yourself mm-hmm. and you compare, because sometimes, you know, I might compare myself in my career. I'm like, oh, oh I yeah. wanted to get that job and all that kind of stuff. But to make my unfortunately, it's so hard. It's a constant battle to not be influenced and put yourself down. That I just don't. You either just don't follow those people. If anyone, even don't even hate follow people. You know when you follow someone, you're like, oh my god, they're really annoying. But I still want to watch your stuff. It's like, but that's still putting negative energy mm-hmm. into yourself because you're like this bitchiness or something. Don't get me wrong. I like to have a bitch here and there. <laughs> but like, it's just putting more negative stuff into you, and you just want a positive space to yeah. be honest.
0: And I guess the thing about it is. I know a lot of people listening to this might go, yeah, well, maybe you should be dealing with why you feel you're comparing yourself when you see an image of of X, Y, and Z. But the thing about social media is I'm a very confident person in my body. And I have to say the journey I've been on is from one extreme to the other. And I'm really just happy who I am. As long as I'm healthy, I'm totally cool with my Mm. body. And for someone who, like I'm in this position now, social media still does affect me. It's like, It doesn't matter who you are, it's going to affect you. So, you know, one point to make is... You know, maybe those people that, you know, we don't feel like connect to us they aren't relatable, it's not their fault either. Yeah, exactly. We're just all on different journeys. And maybe yeah. I followed them three years ago and I'm a different person now. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it's nothing to do with that person, but yeah. I'm the same. I like to follow people who really express something of their inspirational in terms of they're actually being really positive or they're yeah. on a journey that I really like to follow or people who are really informative. Yes, exactly. Because I love when people, and like, whether it's like you with fashion, mm. I'm like, where'd you get that? Or yeah. it could be something that someone's a nutritionist or mm. someone, Someone is a psychologist and they're sharing like snippets of like really informative information that I can use in my day-to-day life. And I think people forget that, you know, that's kind of what Instagram has become. Yeah. Like if I want to buy something, I'll probably go on Instagram and search a hashtag now rather than online, you know. And also social media is, as its name, sociable. Mm. So it should be like, you should be, Connecting with your friends, interacting, and not yeah. strangers. Yeah, exactly. You know, and I exactly. think I think a lot of the time I compare my life and you know with this job or body
1: image to absolute strangers. Exactly, and there's a difference between being like comparing yourself, and then also being inspired by. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter how successful you are or how beautiful you are. Everyone compares themselves even Selena Gomez one of the biggest pop stars mm-hmm. she had to get off social media like which blows my yeah. mind you know that some you're like but you have everything and it's like well no mm-hmm. just because someone is crazy successful and hugely famous and gorgeous doesn't mean that they have their shit together and doesn't mean that they're okay with not being influenced everyone is completely vulnerable once they go yeah. online
0: and I think especially with any kind of social media if you have a public page and you're following loads of different people guys I know you're not here right now, but like Tara like oozes confidence every time she walks in <laughs> somewhere. And you know, part of that is your fashion. Yeah. And you know, you come in and you always, you have this energy you bring to mm. people. What would your advice be? Because a lot of people, oh, I know for myself, I became such a different person when I let my weight mm. equal my self-worth. Yeah. A totally different person. I, yeah. I really didn't think I deserved anything in life. Mm. And I was just in this, I was like on a hamster wheel. Yeah. I
1: was going around and around in circles. That's the same with me because like I was saying, I love food and I really love enjoying food. I don't like the idea of punishing yourself when someone says, oh, if I'm eating something, like say I'm eating a pie mm-hmm. and someone next to me is like, oh, I wish I could eat that. like, And I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm actually eating this pie. Mm-hmm. And you're firstly making me feel shit by saying, <sighs> basically you're saying stay mm-hmm. you for eating that pie. But also it's like, why do you keep putting yourselves in the, it's like, oh, but I just had a donut. Be healthy, obviously. But, like, stop putting yourself down. And also, when you do that, that actually kind of... That goes on to the person you're saying that to Mm -hmm. as well. And... My biggest piece of advice would be not to care about what people think. And that, I know that's probably what a lot of people say. No, you know what? <clears throat> it's actually not. You're the first person to say, and I think that's a really valid point. That's taken me a long time to be able to work on that. Don't get me wrong. I know I'm kind of going all over the place here. But like, say I walk down the street and I'm wearing something mad and I see someone looking at me. And I saw the one time these two girls were talking and I thought they were talking about me. And I felt really shit then walking down the street. But then Mango was like, my boyfriend, he was like, Tara, he's like, you love what you're wearing. Why do you give a shit what they think? And mm-hmm. I'm like, so I, I still do need to remind myself. I don't yeah. always think like this. I do need to remind myself. But my biggest thing is to just not care what people think and don't think you can't wear something because why would you think that way? So that is my biggest piece of advice. Don't care what people think. And most of the time, no one's even looking at you. Mm-hmm. So calm down.
0: And I guess, <laughs> I, I guess realizing that the only thing that was holding you back from wearing what you wanted was you. Yes really probably helped with your confidence because you were like, I have like unleashed this whole new other side of me and a whole new other, like actually want to express myself through style because my body is
1: absolutely perfect. Exactly. Like, I mean, like I said, sometimes I do look in the mirror. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Every month, at least once a month, I look at myself and I don't like the way I look. (laughs) And that's just because of my PMS and my period. And I hate it. Like that's, but that's something I genuinely can't fix. It's my hormones and I do want to try and find a way to fix it because it does really, really affect me. I get mm. really, really down and I might be having the, everything in life might be amazing, but I'm still like, oh my God, I hate my life so much and I hate my body and I think I look terrible. And it's scary that you can your body can make you feel that way. So that's why I have to like work on it a lot because mm. for some reason I have these dips and then I have to come back up again and fashion is my way of expressing myself and you don't even need to wear like bright colored things to to feel amazing either Mm -hmm. like you, you know you don't have to wear what I wear to feel amazing it's whatever style that you wish you could wear wear it and obviously everyone has different jobs so they need to like you know alter what they wear but like in terms of Confidence, my body, I've worked on it a lot, but I know what suits me. I know what clothes look good on me. Like, I wouldn't wear low rise jeans.
0: Mm -hmm. Oh, come on. Like, like, I, I, yeah, no, low rise jeans are just their back. They can stay
1: back in the
0: 1990s. You know what I mean? With Britney, (laughs) I can stay there.
1: Exactly. Like, when I discovered high waisted jeans, I was like, this, and high waisted everything, I was like, this is amazing. But um, fashion is my way of expressing myself, and I just don't care what people think. That's it. Mm -hmm. I mean, I obviously love when people like what I'm wearing, but in terms of, oh, I wonder if people think I look shit. I'm like, no, I think I always look good. Mm. A big, big thing is, um, and I learned this now, I'm not great at practicing meditation Mm -hmm. at the moment, but when I started meditating and being mindful, so being really in tuned with your own mind Mm -hmm. and because like, you know, your mind goes off on these different things. You're not always in control. And I know that sounds like all weird. But mindfulness was a huge thing for me for being aware of my own body and aware of my own brain so that I do realize when I'm feeling shit that it's for no reason other than just like I'm PMSing. And to realize that you're having those feelings, that's a big thing because otherwise Mm -hmm. you'll get carried away with that and actually do and think you're shit. So that's a big, big thing for me was meditation to to really learn how to be in tune with that's actually not how I feel. Okay, Tara, we're going to leave there. Thank you so much. Guys, if you want to see more from Tara,
0: you can check her out over on Instagram. She'll give you loads of style inspiration (laughs) um, and body confidence. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in to Buy Back. If you've enjoyed this episode, we would love to hear from you. Let us know by rating, sharing and subscribing to Buy Back. And don't forget to join us next week where we sink our teeth into some more inspiring conversations.